You wanted to see me, Miss Swinton? Have you been hearing about the new government modernization efforts? AI, RPAs, data science. Things are changing at this agency, and people will need new skills. Oh. I'd like you to get some training. Huh. Look at this management concepts catalog. Wow, over 275 courses. That's right, in local classrooms or instructor-led online classes. We still have budget in this fiscal year, so sign up online. Advance your career with courses from Management Concepts. Get a catalog at managementconcepts.com or call 833-578-8466. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everybody and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. Tonight I have a report from Colorado. A snowboarder sees Bigfoot type creature. Aspen, Colorado, 2006. Hi Deborah, I'm from the north of England and I wanted to share with you a strange experience I had in the Colorado mountains back in 2006. Ten years previously to this incident, I had started snowboarding. It's one of my favourite pastimes. I've travelled abroad many times visiting areas ideal for snowboarding. I've been to the Alps numerous times and I've also been to the Canadian Rockies too. As a good friend of mine was working in the United States in Colorado, to cut a long story short, he invited me over from the UK to stay with him and do some boarding in the mountains while I was there. It was the week before Thanksgiving 2006 when I arrived in Colorado. And I found out when I met my friend that the ski area wasn't open at that point, sadly. I was pretty bummed out about it. But my friend told not, me not to worry about the lack of boarding as he had bought a snowmobile and we could still get out and enjoy the snow. When he picked me up from Aspen Airport, I'd already seen that he'd bought a new big GM four-wheel drive truck. So a couple of days later, we drove up the back of Aspen Mountain Range and drove as far up the narrow forest road as we could get the truck to go. We took the snowmobile from then up the mountain. My mate's girlfriend was also with us, so I was taken on the back up to the top where the stair lift station is, while he went back down to collect his lady. I waited there until they returned. The snow was very deep at the top, around seven or eight feet deep. We had a whole day riding on the back of the mountain, completely to ourselves. We didn't see anyone else that whole day. I later found out that this was an offence to do this, but I didn't know that at the time. At around 5pm-ish, we decided it was time to get off the mountain before it went dark. My mate decided he was going to take me back halfway to the truck first, then he'd return up for his lady. And as I could make my way to the truck using my board and weight it wasn't a problem we got about halfway back to the truck about 15 minutes and he stopped to let me off and he said just board back to the truck and i'll go and collect mary as he disappeared back up the trail i had the realization that i was in the middle of nowhere on a foreign continent in the failing light it was turning into a bright clear night with a big moon and lots of snow cover I was traversing the side of a hill 
on a path that snowmobiles use. So the snow was hard packed down and about three or four foot deep at the side of the track had been banked up. I could see down into the valley to my right and the path went down about 500 yards and then it turned 90 degrees right and down into the valley. I stopped at the bend to get my bearings and I noticed someone walking up the path towards me but at a distance of about a quarter of a mile away. I squinted into the darkening evening wondering what I was looking at and at first I thought it was a bear as it was big and it was moving quickly. Whatever I was seeing moved with a slope of a walk, a kind of shaggy walk like on the cartoon Scooby-Doo. I quickly realised it wasn't a bear. I thought it looked like a man wearing a large overcoat or a crombie coat with the collar turned up. Whilst I was watching this unfold, I got the sudden fear. I was terrified. This individual's now about halfway towards me up the path. The way he'd come up the mountainside, it walked through the odd group of trees. There were also trees within 30 or 40 metres of the track. The individual suddenly took a 45 degree turn to the right and walked into the snowfield towards the trees. He didn't slow down despite walking through three feet of snow. Something which would have almost dropped me dead in my tracks, to be honest. The moon was shining from behind this thing, so I didn't see any details on the front of it, due to the light shielding its features. At the time, I didn't hear or smell anything. This thing was big though, but it would be hard to gauge its exact dimensions from the distance that was between us. I'd only been stopped for about a minute, but it seemed like an hour standing there, still shaking. I was decided it was time to do or die, and I pointed the snowboard straight down the track and went as fast as possible. I didn't stop at the point where it had left the path and crossed into the woods, as I was still very scared. I stopped about 100 metres from the truck, took my board off and ran the rest of the way. As I was getting to the truck, I could hear the ring-ding-ding of the snowmobile coming back. I was as white as a ghost as they pulled up and stopped. I never told them about what I'd seen. My mate would just never have let me live it down. I know how hard it can be to experience something impossible at home, on familiar ground. I can only imagine how many times harder it must be to see something so startling away from home. Knowing the area would give you the advantage of knowing where to head for escape. But on foreign soil, in an area you don't know well, moving from the trail could be deadly. One slip or turn of the ankle can result in a very different end to the day. On an ever-darkening mountain, returning to the car was the safest bet. Yet in doing so, you would have to pass the last place that you saw it. Now the mountain was clearly clear of people that day and the weather conditions required more than just a large coat I would imagine. I did notice a number of behaviour patterns that we usually hear about with Sasquatch or Bigfoot type creatures mentioned within this report. The turning at a sharp angle when they realise that they've been seen comes up often. They will take a sharp turn and move off into the nearest cover. 
I've also heard the description of the figure wearing a huge coat from many witnesses across the world. They'll say things like, it looked like something wearing a large coat. I thought at first it was the coat it was wearing because of the bulk of this thing. I thought it was a huge man in a fur coat. Even down to the strategy of keeping the light in the eyes of the viewer whilst keeping your face and your features within the shade. Many a war general will advise his troops to keep the sun in the enemy's eyes for this exact reason. It makes it hard to look for long periods at a subject or focus in their position. A little like when a police officer shines a torch in your eyes. I know bears cannot walk upright for long periods, but how about upright walking uphill through thick snow? I also wonder how long the creature watched him for from across the cover of the trees. Now the witness also mentions the strange walking gait with the shoulders pushed forward, often described as hunched or slouched. And I have another a number of reports from the area that I'd like to read out to you now that will mirror some of those behaviours. Now if you're driving up Pikes Peak Highway in Colorado Springs, You'll notice a very famous sign that says Bigfoot Crossing. And the signs along... Leftovers. Or... The DMV. Or... House cleaning. Or... Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Side the road there. And this was put there in the early 90s after several reports of Sasquatch sightings around the mile marker occurred in a short span of time. In 2016, the Bigfoot conversation was once again sparked as several residents in Bailey, Colorado reported that something strange was lurking in the woods. Some people even reported having multiple encounters. One man from Divide describes the creature he saw as a beast that was over seven feet tall and would weigh in at around 600 pounds. One local Colorado man recalls a nighttime sighting encounter whilst viewing the city lights in Chattaquay Park in the fall of 1995. Just like the first witness, this experience happened in the weeks around Thanksgiving. The location was near the campus of the University of Colorado. And to reach the park, you just drive west on Baseline Road from the CU campus. You will drive up a short but fairly steep hill and the park will be on your left side and it's clearly labelled. And the witness said, I live in Denver, Colorado and I think I may have seen a Bigfoot when I was in college in Boulder. I was a freshman in college and I used to like hiking 
in the park nearby, which is higher than the rest of Boulder and faces the city. One night, I was in the park about 11pm, it was cold, and I was standing in my coat, just looking down at the city lights. Suddenly, I heard a rustling sound, and I turned towards the sound to see what it was. That's when I saw a large figure that was silhouetted against the city lights. It looked like a large, hairy, naked person with a very powerful build. It had broad shoulders and a relatively small, pointed or bullet-shaped head. It spotted me standing there, which made me afraid of being attacked. But instead of coming at me, it began running towards the cover of the trees. Its running gait was unlike that of a person that I've ever seen. It was kind of hunched over and had a loping gait. Nevertheless, the figure moved quickly and disappeared behind a tree. And that was all I saw of the figure. I've always considered this a possible Bigfoot sighting. I did not look for footprints or hair. My testimony of this sighting is the only thing I have. Now, the part that the witness is discussing is a sloped, grassy area. This, the area this happened in is near the park's pine forest, but itself contains very few trees. I was standing near the hiking trail that cuts through the middle of this park, and the creature I saw was standing some 30 metres away from me. We stood there for a few seconds, apparently trying to look at each other in the dark, and then the creature made its way towards the trees. It stepped behind a lone tree, and that's when I lost track of it, and I didn't see it anymore. Now a youngster is frightened by a monster peeping in the window. October 1971. This incident occurred when my husband, myself and our three children had moved up to some land we'd purchased on Sugarloaf Mountain, which is just west of Boulder. My husband managed a tavern at the time and he'd purchased the five-acre silver mining claim for a song from someone we knew at the bar and the claim was written on a paper napkin. We built a tiny 12 by 16 cabin and we squeezed ourselves in there on the south side of the mountain, about two-thirds of the way along the original little mining road. The cabin was on the only level land on a heavily treed and rocky parcel of ground. The north side of the cabin snuggled right up against the mountain slope and it had pine trees all around it. Now that side of the cabin was two plywood sections high, which would have put it a hair over 16 feet. We had an oversized plywood platform bunk bed in the northeast corner of the cabin. And we adults and our baby daughter were on the first level and the two boys slept on the upper level. We put in a little window up there for them for air and put an inside shutter on it so they could close it when it got really cold which he sometimes did. It reached 40 below the first winter we were there. I think it was during the second autumn there, so it would have been 71, and our then five-and-a-half-year-old son claimed he heard the sound of footsteps in the early evening after hearing a really strange sound. He described as definitely animal, but he had no words at that age to describe what it was. He said it sounded like a call of some sort that was bigger than an owl. Some kind of hooting, perhaps. Then he heard some noises close to the cabin, kind of rustlings. When he looked up through the open shutter window, 
He said he looked right into the face of a monster. All I know for sure is that I'll certainly never forget his terrified screams. When he calmed down, he described it as dark and very hairy, and it had a funny face and glowing eyes, and it turned and ran away as soon as he started screaming. His brother, who was two years older, slept through the entire incident until his younger brother's screams woke us all up. With the ground sharply slanted up like that, we figured something would have had to have been between seven and eight feet tall to peep into that upper window. Not being trained trackers, we found no evidence the next day. But our son, who's now almost 35, swears to this day that if it was Bigfoot, he swears to this day, sorry, that it was Bigfoot that he saw. And I've always believed him since there was no way in the world that at his age he could have made up that precise and auditory and visual image in his terror. He came over and visited us this morning and he says the image has never left him and probably never will. Now, not too far away, a young picnicker sees a strange creature on a rocky ledge above the St Vrain River, summer of 64. Now, the area this happened in is a small sandbar close to the stream. It happened when we were picnicking close to a sheer rock wall on the north side of the stream. I grew up in Boulder County. My parents quit farming in the northeast and moved to Longmont in 1960. During the summer, we'd go up to the Big Thompson Canyon or the St. Brain River to camp and picnic. In the summer of 64, we were picnicking along the St. Brain stream. We had started a campfire, and you could do that then. And while I was looking for wood, I felt like I was being stared at, like something was watching me closely. I looked up, and at the top of a sheer rock wall, about 30 feet up, I saw him. I can see him like it was yesterday. He was looking at me, and as soon as I saw him, he turned quickly and left. He was very large, probably around eight feet tall, and he had long graying hair. His hair was darker, and he did almost look human. No one believed me, of course, but I can still see his eyes looking at me before he turned. So I've always believed in their existence. And I always will. Sasquatch Road Crossing, July 2019. My experience happened at 6am one morning and was driving in a valley on the way home in Park County. I saw a big foot going between me and the other car on the road and he was running across the highway out in the open. I saw him go into the woods. He was jet black and over six feet tall. I stopped and watched him run into the woods alongside the road. I'm a paranormal investigator and I run a paranormal group here in Colorado. I was coming home from an investigation and I drove back that night. I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. It was no bear and he got across that highway in under 15 seconds. Now this is an open valley. And I believe he just wanted to get into the other woods. I stopped the car and I watched him disappear. And I just got a glimpse of his head and his leg. His fur was so jet black. Believe me, I was a sceptic before this happened. 
And man, it took me a good half hour to talk to my team on chat and they were in awe. My wife's a Bigfoot fan and she was excited that I saw one. Now, if you'd like to access more reports like these, just get in touch with me and I can send you over a link to an interactive map where you can access all of the reports across the world. Or the link to the maps is actually in the description below. Um, give us a like or a subscribe or share with your social media groups or you know any of your social media. It really helps us out and it shows us a lot of support. So I hope you enjoyed those um, sightings and thank you for the witness to get in, for getting in touch with me. I will have more sightings to bring to you, of course. I hope everybody out there is keeping safe. We thought, we're thinking about you and we hope you're all okay. So until next time, thank you very much for joining me. Good night, everyone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.